Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Monster Ate the Pilot podcast. I am, I guess, the pilot of the podcast. God, I'm so fucking clever. It's incredible. I'm Brandon. Welcome back. If you did listen to the first episode, thank you so much. I uh, really do appreciate it. I'm not sure how you've already heard it already, since I've only told like three people this is going on. Uh, mostly just looking for some feedback on how everything sounds. Everything sounds good, whether I sound like a complete ass or a complete douchebag. Doesn't matter which, just tell me which one. Thank you. Uh, I did go pretty deep into some uh, things I did never think I would... Well, not so much things I would never talk about, but things I did not think I was going to be talking about on my first date between the two of us. Um, yeah, but like I said, if you stuck around after hearing that batch of crazy, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Worries me a little bit, though. Me and my family don't talk about stuff like that. We just never have. Like, it's just, it's just not our bag, man. And, you know, some people it is. They can sit there and just say, I love you with no problems. Like, I obviously tell my mother I love her. Like, I don't think I actually, t- like, it's weird. I don't, th- I don't think I told family members I love them. Until, like, I got in a car accident while I was 16 and compound fractured my femur, got life flighted, had to have, like, a fucking surgery. Then it took, like, three months if they, um, and they didn't know if I was going to keep my leg during the surgery. And then we didn't know for three months whether I was ever going to be able to walk normally again. So I don't think I told certain family members I loved them until, like, the night after my accident. <laughs> like, that night I come to. Blah, blah, blah. Go into the hospital room. My family's there. That's like the first time I probably told certain ones that I loved them. Like, you know, it just wasn't our thing growing up. And now I talk about it all the time. And I don't, I don't know if anybody's ever going to listen to this. Like, eight people might listen to this. That'd be cool. That'd be, that'd be fantastic if eight people ever listened to this total. That'd be fun. Thank you. But I would worry that if my mother listened to it or something like that, she'd blame herself, which would be fucking horseshit. My problems are my problems. Like, don't ever think that I had, like, a rough childhood or I had it harder than anybody else out there. My problems are my own problems. It's my issues for not dealing with shit. And that's, like, the crux of most of my issues is that I just refuse to deal with it because I'm a man and I don't do stuff like that. Like, fuck off, dude. That shit's, like, way crazy outdated. Just, like, deal with your shit. Get better. Stay positive. I'm going to say that so fucking much, you're going to hate it. But now it's Tuesday night. Long day of work. I'm so fucking ready for my two days off. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I need to go down and do laundry. Because I still drive two hours to do laundry. Yeah, I'm a 31-year-old man who goes to his mother's house to do his fucking laundry. Like, if you don't like that, I don't give a shit. But I really should get a washer and dryer. <laughs> uh, I talked to my sister a little bit yesterday. She uh, she listened to the podcast. She told me. She said it wasn't the worst thing she's ever heard. So to reward her, I've allowed her to be the first guest on the show. Not sure when that'll happen. Probably years down the road if I ever get around to it. Um, she'd be first, or if you know, if if Rob Thomas gets back to me from Matchbox Twenty and says he's coming on the show, my sister's going to get bumped. It's it's just going to happen. I think she understands. Um, you just you just don't pass up that opportunity, like like Rob Thomas, Matchbox Twenty. I could talk about Smooth for like an hour and a half, just that song. We wouldn't talk about anything else. I wouldn't even ask him how he's doing. I would just launch into the recording process of Smooth, and the moment he heard like the whole the drum part at the end of the chorus, 
whether he had shivers like er, like I have shivers every time I hear it. Oh, mwah. fucking chef's kiss. <laughs> uh, no, I, I would love to do some interviews on here. Like I've, I've asked the I asked another friend of mine, uh, Jeff Mundo, to uh, come on, and he says he's not an interesting person. I think he's a pretty interesting person, and really, all that matters is what I fucking think. I don't care what anybody else really thinks. I mean, I say that, I fucking care, but I, I don't care. I, I, I try to act like I don't care. I mean, I wear fucking cut-off jeans with holes in the crotch, for the love of God. I kind of don't care, actually. I'm kind of dressing like a homeless man, like most days. When I'm not at work, I dress like a fucking homeless man. It's, it's, it's cool. It's actually, it's very, very refreshing. Eh, maybe not refreshing is not the right word. Eh, who gives a shit? No, but hopefully JR come on the show. That'd be a lot of cool, fun. We'd laugh, joke. We'd tell a lot of inside jokes that literally nobody else will understand, and we'll just be laughing our ass off at it. And it'll be probably the worst episode of podcasting ever in existence because you're like, I have no idea what these fuckers are talking about. Me and Jeffrey go back way uh, high school. I guess it's actually not that way back. <laughs> uh, no, I'd like to do some interviews. There's a, like, I would love like to get to a point maybe. Where I could have, like, some of my heroes or influences on the show. Like, that would be really cool. I think that would be so much fun. Like, to be sitting across from, let's say, like, Patterson Hood from Drive-By Truckers. Or go talk to Ben Nichols from Ocero. I guess he lives in Ohio now with his, uh, with his wife, at least as far as I know. I know he wrote a song back in Ohio off his new record, which is one of my favorite songs from that record. I think it is my favorite song. It's, it's kind of a cool little jam. No, but I, that'd be cool. I'd kind of sit across from him. I don't think I could interview... I would never interview Springsteen, though, because it, would, it wouldn't it would be a good interview. It would just be me gushing the whole time. Just like, oh, my God. Do you, do you realize you're Bruce Springsteen? Do you realize that? Oh, my God. Tell me about this song. Tell me about that song. It wouldn't be like an interview. It would just be me fanboying and, like, squealing like a, like a girl meeting the Backstreet Boys in 1998. That's what it would be. And, uh... Yeah, I don't think it would be a good interview at all. Same thing with, like, Mike Cooley. Like, I would just ask him, like, you know you're Mike Cooley, right? Like, you get that. Like, how do, how do you live, like, without... Like, I don't even think he exists, actually, in real life. He's just a legend. He's just... I don't think... I've seen him live a couple times, but I don't think that's him. I think he's just like this, uh... He's just this southern legend that just kind of appears when we need to hear some fucking cool, like, wisdom from time to time. I don't know. I would love to interview Jurgen Klopp. Jurgen Klopp, the uh, manager of my Liverpool. Uh, the Mighty Reds. Had a great fucking season. Almost almost an immortal season. But goddamn, we had a great season. Two, fucking one point again. We lost the league by one point again. One fucking point. Like, to goddamn Man City again. At least like this year. Like, I don't know. Like, the last time... This one's actually harder to take the more I think about it. The last time, we lost to Man City at, like, away from home. So they end up winning the league by one point. Nah, you know what? They beat us. They beat us. They won the league. Fair enough. This year, we didn't lose to them. We didn't lose to them either game. 2-2, two, 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 both games. Like, the game at Anfield, we were up two, uh, We went up twice in that game. Went up 1-0, went up 2-1. They pulled us back both times. The game at the Etihad... Um, Complete opposite happened. They went up 1-0, and they went up 2-1, and we pulled them back both times. And we lost less games in the league than they did, and they fucking won the league again, twice. In four years, twice. That's, uh, 
frustrating, but, you know, at one point we were like 15 points behind them, so, you know, we would have played a little bit better, not Drew with Brighton and Hove Albion, no, not, yeah, Brighton, uh, not June would draw, bleh, drawn with Brentford, or lost to West Ham, maybe things are a little bit different, um, Obviously, it would have been way different. If they got called for their fucking handball against Everton, maybe it would have been different, too. You know, but, you know, what the fuck's VAR for? Uh, then we lost the goddamn Champions League. I'm not ready to talk about that. I don't think I'm ready to talk about it. I haven't processed how fucking dominant we were in that goddamn game and lost. Or how in the fuck Real Madrid, who was never really that good in the Champions League, won the fucking thing this year. <laughs> Like, congratulations to him. Vinny Jr. is a fucking superstar. He is a megastar. Um, and good for Benzema. He's kind of a prick, but you know what? He's a f fantastic fucking footballer. And Thibaut uh, Courtois, the uh, Belgian keeper. I don't think I said his name. No, it's Courtois. Uh, the Belgian keeper. I'm not saying his name right. I got that goddamn... I'm trying to, like, fucking pronounce his name right with his goddamn Southern Ohio accent. Get the fuck out of here. Sounds like garbage. Um, I should be able to say it because, like, where I'm from used to be called French Ohio because all the goddamn French people showed up there. Like, I should be able to kind of pronounce Belgian names and fucking French names with no fucking problem. I should be able to talk about baguettes and shit like that with no problems. But whatever. But Coutois was... Coutois. That's what I should fucking say. Courtois. Courtois was... He was outstanding. He was really incredible in that game. Like... One of the great goalkeeping um, performances of all time. Like just absolutely, he was he was single handedly winning that game for him. <sighs> then the Bruins fired Bruce Cassidy today, or was it yesterday? I don't fucking know. Pissed off about that. Cassidy has molded a good team out of kind of shitty front office moves for so many years now, and then he's the one that gets the fucking axe and not the front office. Like. Love fucking Cam Neely, but gotta go. Don Sweeney, get the fuck out. Like, somebody posted about how, like, you know, the guys who made... Uh, there was a... I think it's the year that McDavid was drafted, if I'm thinking correctly. We had three first-round picks back-to-back-to-back. Zach Sinishin, Jake DeBrusque, and Jacob Zoboril were our three picks. DeBrusque has been fine. Zuberil's been hurt. I mean, he's finally making it to the NHL, but he, yeah, I think he was hurt most of this year. Zinishin is a depth guy. I don't think he's with the organization anymore. I have to double-check. But th the guys picked after him, I think all three have been all-stars. It's like Kyle Connor, I think Barzal from Florida, if I'm thinking correctly. And then there's a defender. I can't think of off the top of my head. Those were the next three picks. And we missed on all of them and missed those three guys. Like, fuck off. Yeah, but, you know, fire the coach there. Yeah, he'll he'll find somewhere pretty soon, and he will take somebody to a fucking Stanley Cup. I really liked, uh, I really liked Bruce. Bruce was a really good coach. But, you know, you gotta live and learn. If Bergeron retires, who knows how much I pay attention, because, goddamn, I love that man. <laughs> this might be a Patrice Bergeron love fest. I would like to interview him. I don't know, hockey guys, they're just so kind of laid back that they may not be the best interviews. Nah. I just talk about the fact he played with like a collapsed lung in game set, or uh, yeah, in the Stanley Cup Finals against the Blackhawks, which, Jesus Christ, that was rough to take. 
Then we had, uh, then we lost the goddamn Blues. Fuck. If Bergeron goes out with just one Stanley Cup, I'm just going to be so disappointed. He really should have at least two. Because, like, that game seven against the Blues, we lost, like, 4-1, I think, the game. But if you look, like, just, you take away the score, you look at just, like, the regular stats, like, just every stat, every single, like, even those saber metrics that people, like, go on about. You look at them like, oh yeah, the Bruins won this game probably f- like four one, and it's like no, they lost four one, and it's like fuck off, no way. And meh. I remember I watched that game. It was the same year that the Bruins knocked the uh, Blue Jackets, that trash, that trash Blue Jackets out of the playoffs. <laughs> um, and I went and watched it at Old School in the Old North up here in uh, Columbus. Old School's a great place. Looking for good smoked wings, that's where you should be going up here in Columbus. But I went and watched it there with my manager from work who was from St. Louis. He wasn't a huge sports fan, but, you know, he was happy the uh, the Blues were there. So we went and got out together. We got fucking shit-faced hammered. Um, but these fucking kids, like 10-year-old kids, are coming up and talking shit to me at the fucking bar. And I'm just like, get the, like, control your fucking kids. One, why are they fucking here? It's like a school night. Get the fuck out of here. And they just kept saying stuff, trying to say stuff. Like, one, one, what am I supposed to fucking do? I know what we all want to do to, like, children is to slap the shit out of them when they're talking shit. You know what I mean? I'm not saying beat kids. What I'm saying is you slap them and they realize, oh, shit, there's consequences. And then they start towing the line of society a little bit more. You know what I mean? That's what I want to do. It's not what I'm going to do, though. You just don't do that. It's not your kid. That's what your parents should be doing. Your parents should be teaching you, hey, don't go up to people at a bar and talk, talk shit. Because they may not be me. They may be some fucking crazy guy who's ready to stab anybody talking shit, ready to go nuts. You know? They talk to some other Boston fan, some other, like, fucking hot ass who just lights their world on fire. Yeah. But it got so bad. Like, the guys beside me um, were... Blue Jackets fans, and they were saying, like, dude, I don't know how you're taking this. This is fucking stupid. Like, I want to beat the shit out of these kids. I'm like, at the end of the day, who cares? Who fucking cares? Who's in the finals and who's not? That's right. Who's won one playoff series in their fucking existence and who hasn't? That's right. The Blue Jackets have won one playoff series. Like, don't come talk shit to me. Get your shit out of here. <laughs> oh, sports. Ugh. about 15 minutes. Nah. I don't know. I'm just trying to... I'm just... I'm kind of excited to be doing this. Like I said, I, ultimately, if you if nobody listens, I don't care. It's 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 kind of fun to just try something new. Obviously, if people listen, I would love that. But if they don't, at the end of the day, just make yourself fucking happy. I did go back and listen to some things, man. Like, Jesus. I think in the introduction of sorts... The f- uh, little intro video, I called myself a clean boy with a... Oh, no, 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 no. A, a nice boy with a clean mouth. What the fuck is that? The goddamn Catholic priests were standing at attention, and they were not getting out of their chairs, if you know what I mean. Jesus, what the fuck was that, Brandon? Like, who describes themselves like that? Like I said, I had a fucking migraine working, so maybe that kind of filtered in, but jeez... That is a oof. That is a rough one. <laughs> yeah, 
and hopefully I don't kind of stumble over my words quite as much as I was there. I think I'm kind of doing it again, but, you know, it's been, like I said, it's a long day of work. I'm just kind of rewinding uh, down the day. Probably going to watch either, uh, I'm probably going to watch a little bit more of my rewatch of Stranger Things and then watch some more King of the Hill. Jesus Christ, King of the Hill is so good. It's so great. It was such a great show. I think they're supposed to be bringing it back. I think they are bringing it back. I don't think it's even like a... They might be. I think they are. Because I remember people were like, Oh, uh, Peggy Hill is a problematic problematic mother. I'm like, No, Peggy Hill is an incredible mother. <laughs> like, the whole point of her is the delusions of grandeur. I just watched the episode where she goes to uh, Mexico. Like, I was half watching it. And it's like she gets arrested. I can't remember what she gets arrested for. But she puts her... Like, she defend, tries to defend herself on trial. And she thinks she's the greatest Spanish speaker of all time. Greatest Spanish teacher. And she's just so bad at it. And, like, it's Hank just trying not to upset his wife. <laughs> and basically puts her on the stand. And she proves that she's horrible at Spanish. And she gets out of it. Like, oh, Peggy is wonderful. Bobby's wonderful. The whole show's fucking wonderful. And I'm rewatching Stranger Things. Because I watched the first part. Which, why the fuck are there parts now? Like, Netflix is wondering why people are having subscription issues. How about you continue to do the thing that made people go to Netflix in the first place like people went to Netflix to just basically binge the show like you had the whole season at once so I can just watch the whole show at once you know I'm not over the moon about it I always like weekly shows like Lost that was like that was the first show that I really fell in love with love with was Lost uh, that was like the first time I ever watched something where I was aware that it was great, you know what I mean, this first three seasons, I still would put almost perfect, I mean, there's a lull early in season three, um, the Hydra arc, and there's that goddamn tattoo episode that is, oh, Jesus, don't, oh my god, if I ever go deep into, like, a rant on Lost, that would be the episode I'm talking about, if you have, you don't know what I'm talking about, good for fucking you, but then they followed that with, like, flashes before your eyes, no, 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 no. Reverse that. Flashes Before Your Eyes, which was like the first Desmond episode of uh, season three. Um, that episode was so wonderful. It got me through how fucking horrible that tattoo episode was. Anyway, that, like, so that was like the first time I ever was aware I was watching something great. So like it kind of like helped me, kind of guide me to being a little bit more aware of what I was watching and liking. I'm not even sure where I was going with this to begin with. All TV shows like Stranger Things. Um, with Netflix, them, you know, I'd watch Lost week to week. I enjoy watching things week to week. But now it's basically impossible to not just kind of binge shows. And, you know, that's why Netflix kind of became a thing. You could just binge an entire season of a show. Over, You know, you could watch the entirety of, like, like, The Office or whenever it was on there. You could watch all nine seasons in two weeks or something like that. It could be a comfort show. And now, they're like, no, we're going to release them in parts. Pretty soon, Netflix is probably just going to start releasing them episode at a time, one time a week. And it's like, this is the whole reason why I went to Netflix in the first place, was I didn't want to wait a week to find out answers. I wanted to go ahead and watch the whole fucking show at once. And they're wondering why they're losing subscribers. Uh, yeah, because you're not doing the things that got you fucking popular, dumbass. That's how it works. 
if people come on here to listen to me talk about city infrastructure like I did in the first episode, I'm just going to start talking about that every single goddamn week. That's what will be, because it's like, hey, that's what people want to hear me talk about for some fucking reason. Then I'll start doing that. Nah, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. You can't control me in your fucking face. Anarchy. <laughs> I'm such a jackass. Anyway, I watched the first part of Stranger Things 4. I guess they don't even call it season. They just call it Stranger Things 4. Um, I enjoyed it. It's fun. I wish um, it was more kind of stream not streamlined. I think I guess it would be kind of streamlined. Like, all the characters are just so far apart on everything. Like, they're never interacting. That's been, like, the issue since after season one was that none of the characters ever feel like they're intertwining until, like, the last episode. It's like, they're all just kind of doing their own shit. Like... The main four kids are, they're, you know, obviously it's a little bit different this season with uh, a couple of the characters being in California to start off. But, like, season two, season three, it's like, are these kids even friends? Because you never see them hanging out, ever. And then there's a lot of stuff, like, especially season three, where they just kind of drop storylines because they don't have time to tell them. Especially with, like, I, if you haven't seen the show, I'm sorry, there's going to be fucking spoilers. But, like, Will in season three, like, they're kind of telling a kind of interesting story. Like, if you don't. You know, spoil season one, season two. Like, Will obviously is abducted in season one. Season two, he kind of has all the issues with the, like, the lingering effects of it with, like, the, what do they call him? The mind flayer kind of uh, controlling him. Then in season three, he doesn't have that. And he wants to still play D&D, still be a kid, because, like, his whole youth has been stolen from him. Like, you know, he didn't have a chance to kind of be the kid kid. He had to lose it because of this thing that happened to him. And they kind of start telling that story, and it's him kind of being fed up with Lucas and Mike having girlfriends and talking about girls all the time. And you could tell, like, you know, he's struggling coming to terms with the fact that, you know, he didn't get to be normal like they did. He didn't have to have normal interests um, like he did, they did. And then... He has, like, the big thing where he destroys Castle Byers, that little, like, tree house, tree fort thing he built. He destroys it, and then the Mind Flayer's there, and, like, they basically just drop that storyline. It's like, that's the end of it. Like, oh, no, we have... I think they, they literally do, like, the thing of, there's bigger things to do now. And, like, I think that's that's how they end that storyline. It's like, oh, there's much more important things going on. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> like, come on, why'd you even start telling that story if you didn't want to tell that story well? Uh, I don't know, but it's still, it's a lot of fun. It's not as good as the first season anymore. It's not even close, really. But it's still a fun show. I think with this whole first part, there's a lot of fun things. I'm glad Kate Bush is running up that hill. is like, exploding in popularity because that song is pretty incredible. And I'm glad, like, a whole bunch of, like, young, I guess, the millennials. I don't even think they're millennials anymore, are they? They're listening to it and they fucking love it. Like, good. Listen to Kate Bush. She's incredible. I got something in my goddamn throat. <coughs> Excuse me. Anyway, like that's what I've been watching. Is like, like I said, I've been rewatching. Then I, well, watching season four or Stranger Things four, whatever the fuck they want to call it, made me feel like I missed something because there's a character that's alive, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, they made a kind of flippant reference to it in season two that he might be alive, but it doesn't make any sense that he is because he gets taken down by the fucking demon thing in the first season, and what it kills everybody but doesn't kill him. It's the convenience bullshit, like. That drives me crazy in shows of like, well, it didn't kill, you know, it kills everybody, but, you know, he, he got away somehow, even though it, it has like a 100% kill rate. Like, nah. And it's like, um, people having to be really stupid, 
for things to work. Like, even in season one, which is great, like, I just rewatched season one. Like, Hopper just literally walks into a government facility and gets to, like, their deepest, darkest secret in, like, ten minutes. Like, he goes through, like, the front gate, he just, like, punches one guy, and then just sneaks through the entire facility. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about how they do that? He's just an Indiana sheriff. He's a drunk Indiana sheriff, and he just, like, took down the entire United States government, no problem. Also, instead of when they catch him, they finally do catch him, they just let him go? This is the goddamn U.S. government we're talking about. We're talking about the government and, like, one of the like, most, like, its biggest secret. And they're just going to let this guy go and kind of wander around? No, they're going to fucking bullet in the head and say, oh, yeah, he had an accident or whatever. Oh, he was drunk who fucking killed himself because his daughter died. Spoilers. I don't know. It's convenient shit that drives me crazy. Like, Game of Thrones was awful about it. Like, oh, Jesus. I never even finished that show. I did not. I watched that fucking Long Night episode. And there's goddamn Samwell, who I did love, and what's his name? John Bradley? Is that the actor's name? I do like him. He's he's I really like him. He just seems like a genuine dude. Um, he's sitting there like, like you have this fucking undead zombie army just mauling everybody, mauling everybody. He's just sitting there on a pile of dead bodies, just crying, and they're just leaving him alone. Why? It's a mindless undead army. Why is it leaving him alone? Oh, that's right. Once you ran out of book material, you forgot you had the balls to kill anybody at any time. I don't know. I, I don't want to go into Game of Thrones. I don't want to go into too much into TV shows. Ugh. Anyways, hopefully I continue to do this. This is just kind of a little quick thing. Once again, thank you for listening to the first episode. This is, I guess, the second episode. I don't think I'm going to do this twice a week. I just did it just because, I, like I said, I'm tired from work. Came home. But it just had like enough energy to do something, and I didn't feel like playing video games or watching a TV show real quick. So I thought I'd sit down and record. So I'm, I'm enjoying kind of figuring this all out. I'm on, actually. I figured I finally figured out how to fucking do the podcast stuff. Like, I had it up on Spotify. That was it, because I couldn't figure anything else out. But now I'm on, like, Amazon. I'm on Stitcher. I'm on something else I'm on quite a few different things I actually have to look also apologize to Matthew Va- Matt Vasquez from Delta Spirit your name is Matt Vasquez I don't know why I couldn't remember that I love that guy He's a, he's. I really like his stuff I liked him in Delta Spirit I really like Middle Brother and now I really like Glorietta which is what I was talking about the other night I felt like there was something else I wanted to say. But, eh, what the fuck ever. If I remember, maybe I'll do a third podcast this week. Ah, fuck that. Yeah, maybe. You never know. I am pretty bored. So, this is, once again, this was Monster Rate the Pilot. Um, I felt like there... Oh, I also wanted to apologize to my friend Dave. Because I was a dick to him, like, jokingly. But then I was, like, like really nice to Haley. About how, you know, she's really cool. I was like, I was a dick to Dave about, for like, no reason, just because, I don't know, I thought it was going to be funny. And I thought about doing it to Haley, but then I didn't. And then it just made, like, Dave likes an ass, like, Dave's an asshole. I love Dave. Dave's a good dude. He's one of my, he's one of my good dudes. He's a good boy. A good boy. Uh, but yeah, other than that, thank you once again for checking in on, uh, this. Thanks for listening. Thanks for understanding. 
Um, if you've tuned in, thanks again. Have a good night. Um, if I can get this thing to fucking turn off. Where is it? There it is. Huh. Yeah, like I said, if you turned in, thanks again. Have a great rest of your night. Goodbye.